0: I lost my voice so it's a little hard for me to speak if the ladies could just be quiet for a second then I'll know they can hear me okay I want to uh, start by thanking everybody for coming it's not so easy to make it out on a Friday morning it's not so easy to make it to a late bris on a Friday morning It's not so easy to eat playsticks on a Friday morning apparently in Baltimore <laughs> I want to first start by thanking our family those who are here and those who are not here. First of all, my brother-in-law and his wonderful wife who got up very early this morning to drive from New York. And uh, the amount of times that he's been here over the past few months has made up for the past few years. <laughs> I also want to thank, of course, my in-laws who uh, are, give for us and our children 24-7. My mother-in-law for being here the entire week. There's nothing she won't do for her children and grandchildren. Her children-in-law, there's something she won't do, but her children and grandchildren, there's nothing she won't do. And my father-in-law for bringing the mashka and the alcohol, and of course, for ranking everyone with simcha and freilich. And uh, to my father, who unfortunately, and his wife were unable to come, was unable to travel, uh, and he should have a Rafushlema and to our, my sister in Eretz Israel and her family uh, who just uh, also um, made a bris a few months ago for their fifth son, sixth child so for some reason our family is only one girl each um, and of course to my wife for the incredible and serious nefesh that she does always, the self-sacrifice for our children and uh, her incredible perseverance in all ways. So. We openly saw our prayers answered in the birth of this child. We were 100% sure after our last child that that was the last child. And uh, we were 100% certain that this child was going to be a girl. And we see that man, tracht, and God lacht, that Hashem had other plans. And it is without doubt that Hashem wanted this child to be born into our family and wanted this boy to be born into our family. There is so much incredible open hashkacha pratis involved in this whole experience. So I want to just say a few words about the name. We had a girl's name picked out. We were so sure. We are going to name after my wife's grandmother who passed away in the past year. We're about to come up to her yurt site. And as well as my great grandmother who I recently was doing research on and found out more about her. She came from a town in Romania. We're very excited to name after them both because no one's been named after them yet. What that means is that we have to have a girl in the family soon so we hope that uh, in the that. Uncle John and Alana should have uh, bring more simchas into the family soon. That was amen, amen. All right. So <clears throat> the name, the name of this child, we had no idea, we weren't thinking about a boy's name, happened to be that I called my Rebbe, the Boston Rebbe, as soon as the baby was born, and he said, oh, today is my great-grandfather's yurtzeit, the first Boston Rebbe, or Pinchas David Halevi Harowitz, who came to America, Right before World War One from Israel from Jerusalem and World War One broke out and he was stranded in Boston, hence becoming the first Bostoner Rebbe. The first homegrown American Hasidist. I don't know if the Eichenschienes were here yet at that time. 1920s or <laughs> Okay, second American Hasidic Rebbe. So um I just want to share with you a quick story about Rav Pinchas David, who was an incredible Owe OF Yisrael, a lover of Jews, and also a fierce defender of Jewish values at a time when there weren't so many in America. It was very hard to be Jewish at that time. So one time a family came to Rav Pinchas David, and they said, World War II is, is in the process. Our son just got drafted. Can you please give us a bracha that he shouldn't have to go fight? And Rav Pinchas David turned to him and they said, do you keep Shabbos? And they said, Shabbos, Rabbi, this is America, you can't keep Shabbos in America, you, can't, you need to make money, it's too hard. And he said, if you promise to keep Shabbos, I promise your son won't go to war. So the family thought about it, they said, fine, we promise. A few weeks later, the family comes back, we received the notice in the mail, he has to show up for a physical examination. The Rabbi said, are you keeping your promise? They said, yes, we're keeping our promise. He said, I'll keep my promise then. A few weeks later, they come back. He passed the physical. He's been given a day to show up for basic training. He said, you're still keeping Shabbos? Yeah, we're keeping Shabbos. He said, a promise is a promise. And yet, a little while later, he's been told to show up to to the ship. They're they're taking him to Europe. He's been joined. He's been drafted into a unit. His ship is sailing. Next week, the Rebbe kept saying the same thing. The day the boat was about to sail, they come to the Rebbe crying. His boat is sailing. He said, promise is a promise. And so what happened? He boarded the ship. He boarded the ship, and everyone thought, what's going on? And at the last moment, as he boarded the ship, he turned around to wave to his parents. And in that moment of turning around, the soldier next to on line bumped into him, pushing him over. He twisted his ankle and was sent home and never had to go to war. So at the last moment. Now that might be a miraculous story, but I'll tell you what's better about this story is that the Hasidim said, you see that Sadiqim, it says, Tzadik goes over, Baruch Mekayim, Hashem, uh, when a Tzadik makes a decree, Hashem makes that happen. So that's what the Hasidim said. But what did the Rabbi say? The Rabbi said, that's not what happened here. It's the schus of Shabbos. It's the merit of Shabbos. And that, to me, is the greatness of a tzaddik: is their ability to give up from themselves, to, or to recognize that it's not them, it's Hashem. And actually, when I asked Rabbi Hafer to, to be sandik, he said to me, I just want you to know, if anyone else shows up that you have to give it to, don't worry, give it to them. I don't mind. I'm completely, I don't care about the honor. And I said, that's why I asked you. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> um, what is the idea of a bris? So in the ancient world, when you made a pact, a bris means a pact, a treaty, you would divide up an animal. And one person takes one and the other takes the other. It's kind of like blood brothers. You're saying, I'm giving of myself to you and you're giving of yourself to me. And that's really the idea of a bris, is giving up of yourself to Hashem. Saying, I'm taking a piece of myself and I'm giving it to you, Hashem. And we see in this week's Parsha that the Torah Talmud says that Yaakov himself is called God. That Hashem called Yaakov God. What does that mean? So we see that from a famous word from the Grah, that. Yaakov Avinu himself, ketanti Mikol chassanim, he gave up of himself, recognizing that everything was from Hashem, he literally became a vessel to reveal godliness in this world. And that's the name Pinchas. Pinchas, we know, did an act of Messiris Nefesh in the Torah. He gave up of himself, he risked his life to defend Hashem's honor and to protect the Jewish people. And in doing so, he himself was given a bris shalom he was given a covenant of peace, an eternal covenant of peace, to the point that the Talmud says that Pinchas became Eliyahu Hanavi, Elijah the prophet, who is called Malach HaBris, who is at every single Bris. Because Pinchas gave up on himself for Hashem, he becomes the paradigm of the idea of Bris for the Jewish people. David, on the other hand, David HaMelech is the ultimate Bittal, the ultimate receptacle, Malchus, to reveal Hashem's blessing in the world, to give up of himself for the greater good of the Jewish people. Pinchas is Gematria 208, numerical value of Pinchas 208, which is the Shem Hashem, 26, Yud K times 8. 8 is the number of bris, it's the number that represents lamala Minateva, that which is beyond nature. When you add David to Pinchas, you get... 222, which is the gematria, resh, base, kaf, base, which the maral explains is the source of blessing. Barech, blessing, is the miracle value 2, 20, and 200. 2, 20, 200 says the maral represents increase, because that's what blessing is all about, is increased health, increased connection, increased parnasha, increased Torah. That's the idea of bracha, and in this child, his name itself represents bracha, May he bring incredible bracha to his family and to Klo and to the world. One last name that I want to mention here is a relative who we have in mind with this name. And this is a relative whose Hebrew name we don't know, and it's my father's uncle. One of my father's earliest memories was when the Nazis came to his house in Slovakia and took away his aunt and uncle from before his eyes. My father was three years old at the time. His uncle, whose name was Pubi Shtub, we don't know his Hebrew name, but I always thought that his name was probably Pinchas. And his sister was taken by the Nazis because she had some sort of a uh, retardation and she was the first to go. And he refused to let them take his sister alone and he gave up his own life to go with his sister and was never seen again. So in the schus of that self-sacrifice, we don't know his name, I don't know when the family remembers his Hebrew name. But that should be a schuss for the baby, again, of giving up of himself for others to bring greatness to call Yisrael the world. Ultimately, Pinchas becomes Eliyahu. David is the, is the predecessor of Mashiach, who is Mashiach ben David. So together, Pinchas David represents the archetype of Mashiach, Eliyahu comes and forebodes the harbinger of Mashiach and ultimately Mashiach who is a descendant of we should be zocha. what? I mentioned your grandmother we should be Zocha that this child should be a schuss for all of us for all of Kla Yisrael for all of those who are not here including my wife's grandparents who were both nifter in the past two years and for all of which we are be so to see very soon the Ga'ulah Shlemah. We are coming to Mashiach. Amen. Nigga. Amen. Amen. <laughs>